Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question and take advantage of 30% off? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com to get 30% off. Select lab-grown diamonds. That's BlueNile.com for 30% off lab-grown diamonds. BlueNile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Hello, you lovely lot, and welcome to this week's edition of Tuesday Night Jaw on the Distraction Pieces Network. It's like Bruce Pritchard, isn't it? Ooh, satisfying. Um, yes, Distraction Pieces Network, as ever, the podcast network that brings you this podcast. Bloody great group of folks. Uh, Dr. Susie dropped an episode this week uh, as we're recording. Uh, it's always worth your time. Say Why to Drugs is a banging podcast. You check that out and everything else that is on the network. And um, Before we get into today's episode, I will state that neither Distraction Pieces, Acast or myself, Matthew Anthony Richards, are liable for anything that is said on this podcast. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's why we're chuckling. But we are ready for this episode that has been a long time coming. Um, please welcome back to the podcast and please welcome back to the British Isles, 
from the land of the rising sun to Denton's favourite son. This is Chris Egan. Oh, hello. I'm back for my 100th appearance or something like that on the podcast. Something like that, yeah. yeah. Uh, Your first first in 2020. Yeah, bonafide regular, Mm. which is good. Thanks for having me again. Um, Really excited to tell you all about Japan. Yes. Some of you may have been, some of you may not. Yeah. But more the wrestling side, smatterings of, you know, being a tourist, being abroad. Um, But yeah, hopefully. It's an all right lesson. Yeah, Craig was on last week and he was pretty good. I listened to that. Yeah, he's all right. He's, he's pretty good. And Jimmy was good. Yeah, Jimmy's fantastic. Some of the some of the stories that Jimmy was telling. Yeah. Uh, there was a lot that we 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 cut out for, of of the podcast because we wanted um, we asked um, the audience some questions from the live audience and we wanted them um, just specifically for the live audience uh, and that was really good fun as well. It was a great episode. But we are here with you. Um, one of my favourite things that I saw during your time in, in Japan was a random picture of Session Moth Martina yeah. uh, posing and being like, woo, I'm in the Tokyo Dome and stood behind her was yourself <laughs> with, a, with a great big pint of beer, a lovely blazer and then your, your, your trusty cap on. Yeah, so story about that photo is, well, the first day I didn't know what to expect, like being in Tokyo Dome, being in the dugout, I was like, well, I'll put a sports blazer on. Yeah, yeah. I still had me trainers on and a t-shirt but I put a sports blazer on it's like those people who wear ties with t-shirts <laughs> that was a thing wasn't it when yeah. MySpace was a oh, thing yeah. the equivalent of having a tuxedo printed on your shirt <laughs> so it was like... we, we unfortunately know a lot of people that, that don't see the irony of that but yeah <laughs> so it was like that so I was stood there and Martina had just done another photo but with a back to the ring mm-hmm. so I thought well that's the money shot there you, you know you don't want to then she turned around and then did one facing the crowd the seats so I was like I can be right it's never going to fucking use that it's just a you know, it was a photo with some chairs some empty chairs <laughs> and then bam she's there I'm getting all these texts all these and then she, I see her tomorrow and she's like oh you got the fucking photo <laughs> like, oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> no, oh yeah uh, I've never met you before but <laughs> we're friends now <laughs> yeah um <laughs> For those so, yeah. those offended by that impression, I was quite yeah. impressed. It was yeah. it was quite it was good a, for a first try. Yeah. So it was the first time you've ever met her. Yeah, yeah. I saw her. The, um, it might have been the day before I saw her. We just yeah. said hello, and then the day after, she walked up to me and she said that. And I was like, oh yeah, sorry about that. And then just spoke to her a little bit more later on, and didn't see her again. Yeah. I, it's a shame. It is, because I'm quite terrified of the prospect of you two being friends. Um, <laughs> to be quite honest with you, we were talking about the Jimmy podcast. Obviously, Jimmy, uh, me and Jimmy told a couple of, of the Martina stories, uh, some of our favourites. She will be on this, this podcast at some point. Um, but yeah, it did make me chuckle that you, you, you like, Forrest Gump. Yeah, like... the t- Turning up in these, <laughs> these pictures. Someone said I look like Tony Poulos. <laughs> It's just pretty fucking good. Like it looked like I was shouting something. Instruction. It did. That's what. That's what got. But me. like I was thinking, what manager could I be that I'd have like a pint uh-huh. on the touchline? I, I know, know Sarri loved like a cig. Yeah, so there's a lot like, of smokers. Yeah. Carlo Ancelotti was a is a big smoker. Is it? Yeah. Um, obviously, they, they they stamped that out. Um, but a lot of the Italian managers used to be smokers. There was an, it's completely off topic of Japan and wrestling, but there was an interview with one of the... It was it Napoli, Scotch, one of the yeah, Napoli yeah. players? And the, 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 the main take of the whole thing was just Sarri just loves to smoke. Yeah. Like, they built a room for him where he could just go and smoke <laughs> in, the, in the venue. <laughs> like, 
Good. Oh yeah, sorry. No, it's fine. Don't worry. I mean, this this episode is going to be the least structured episode in yeah, the history yeah. history of episodes. If you hear that, you're lucky because that's probably going to cut out. No, 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 no. That's gold. It's staying in. Um, so obviously. In that picture, you were in the Tokyo Dome. Yeah, man. And you were at Wrestle Kingdom, which this year was a two-day event, which yeah. I completely forgot it was a two-day event. Um, so you were lucky to be in attendance for some incredible matches. Yeah, um, what were those sort of standout matches you saw over the two days? Um, for, so the first night, the whole back stretch, fucking hell, so good. Like, yeah. really good. Um the first night had Takahashi and Osprey, Osprey which was amazing. which is ridiculous. Jay White and Tsunato, which yep. was, oh boy, amazing, really good. And then the main event, spectacular. Uh, Liger's first part of his retirement, like yeah. double header, which was surreal. Yeah, especially seeing people like Sasuke, who I'd seen earlier <laughs> in the day, power walking around the venue. <laughs> Uh, but he's not even like a real power walk. He's like a snail's pace power walk. It's it's what we British people would refer to as a dad jog. Yeah, dad jog. Yeah. And considering like the Tokyo Dome is fucking yeah. huge, like you're blown away. Like Craig, uh, Craig Harley was on the show yeah. last week. He was there too, and he said the same thing. It's just this massive structure. So seeing this guy doing like eight <laughs> laps in his mask, just it was quite funny around. because you sent me the video of. Of you, basically, it was you going, Oh, look at the Tokyo Dome. And then yeah, Sasuke and just, just like trots yeah. past, and I was like, Oh, okay, it's one of those days. I was it? like, Shit, I didn't even know he was coming. Yeah. Like, if you'd known, pardon? I said, If you'd known, I've had, yeah, if I'd known, like, um, but yeah, the, the first night was amazing. The second night, it was quite tough because, um, with the double title situation. It was kind of hard to feel for the crowd to feel like like a losers losers match. Yeah, nice third fourth place playoff. Yeah, well the match was still brilliant. Um, everyone just seemed to be waiting for the main event. Yeah, yeah, understandably as um, well. Yeah, but shit like the pops on the first night when Fujinami was throwing out dragon screws. Uh, yeah, and Shinjiro Otani was in the ring, and you know Sasuke. Oh, I love Otani yeah. so much, man. El Samurai just sauntering down to the ring to be a second. Uh, talking to chain smokers, apparently a notorious yeah. chain smoker, Big isn't chain he? Smoker. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yet, despite being one of, uh, one of one of the most prominent super juniors in in the nineties. So, all right. Um, if there, there, there might be a weird edit at that point because I have to blow me nose because I've still got this stupid cold. Um, so, <laughs> Chris is chuckling. So yeah, you got to see Fujinami, yeah, Liger, Sasuke, cool. Atani, and I did a tweet about meeting. Uh, Yoshiki Fujiwara. Yeah, yeah. And having a coffee with him. That's that was completely true. <laughs> like that wasn't a joke. Like You find yourself in these situations yeah, yeah. quite a lot. He was um, just he was just eating his lunch and he got up to have a coffee and I went for a coffee at the same time and it's like Hi <laughs> You okay? <laughs> like it's fucking Fujiwara. Like. Did you uh did you bump into your mate uh Kachiori Shibata? Did yeah. Yeah. Did yeah. Um just said a brief hello. Is he well? Yeah, he's alright, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's okay, he's very busy. <laughs> I'd imagine so, yeah. Serious business, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah but the second night it just felt like a bit, I don't know, it felt a bit flat. Okay. Not, well, not flat, flat, that's quite harsh because like, the place was roaring. Yeah, crazy, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, just people were just waiting for that main event. That's interesting because um, I've not seen the, the, the full shows from both shows. I've seen matches and bits from matches. Um, 
And, I, and it, I guess it is a curious thing for it to go to two days. And it's one of them things of... I mean, sort of Wrestle Kingdom's always been quite a, um, not a marathon because that sounds harsh, but it's always been quite a long yeah. show anyway. So that's cu- that's curious to to see the feeling yeah. in the building because I know when Craig was over, Craig was on one of the days watching the Noah show. That was the first day, yeah, yeah, which had uh, Shiozaki win the yeah. GHD title and. Um, I watched that main event the other day and I was like, oh man, it was so good. And he was like, oh, that's really interesting for you to say because he was like, it was buzzing in the in the venue. But he was like, I was wondering if it was going to translate. Yeah. So, And of course, the, the, there's a lot of shows around that weekend that weren't necessarily on the same day. but Including DDT yes. on Friday, which was amazing to be able to watch Chris Brooks against Masato Tanaka. Yeah. Wild, yeah. It was such a fun show. Which is a crazy match that has, yeah, has exists, so... Um, I remember when Tanaka came over for Fight Club. Um, I don't know if it was last year, or the year before, and uh, that was very surreal. Um, they did the the chair off the top rope with uh, <laughs> it was Dan Maloney that did it, and it was one of the moments of like, oh, that's really weird. That's the one I know hitting Masato Tanaka with a chair. <laughs> like, but that's really cool. Did it? Was there any other shows that you caught over the weekend? Um, or I just it? did a four day stretch. I did DDC on the Friday, which was yeah. short noticing. I think if I wouldn't have gone. I probably would have done myself a bit of a mischief because mm. I, I'd just got off the plane, I'd had some lunch, and I was like, well, I, if I go to bed now, I'm going to wilt yeah, flower. Yeah. So I will, I will endeavour to go to DDT. So I went to DDT, had a brilliant time. Corican's uh, the best wrestling yeah. venue I've ever been in, bar none. Better than the Monaco Ballroom. <laughs> oh, hey. Better than... Um, the old PWO venue, wherever that was, that snooker club in Blackpool. Morecambe Dome. Ah, yeah, the caught Dome. you there, though, didn't it's up you? There with the Dome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so DDT was great. Then two days at Tokyo Dome. Then New Year's Dash, which was ah oh, man, watching Liger retire was crazy. And even stranger seeing UK favorite Gabriel Kidd ah. in the ring with Liger during his retirement ceremony. Yeah, Mad. insane. Of course, you and Gabe have been mates for a while. Um, you part of your your little chicken wing group um, <laughs> and you're often pottering off to somewhere to go and eat chicken wings together but that's that's awesome right to see, see yeah, yeah, uh, a lad that's worked a lot uh, really hard to get an opportunity yeah, yeah. And, and, and then be there and it seems to be now going forward that he's going to be there a little bit more well he's got what he's got a full tour full yeah. tour worth of matches like scheduled which is amazing a lot of matches with LP yeah and a debut with Tiger Mask Teaming with Tiger Mask, oh my god! Well, I, I tweeted out the other day about Martin Kirby teaming with Dragon Kid, and yeah, that blew shit. my mind. Oh, and obviously, Kirby. Danny Jones has been in All Japan. Yeah, um, yeah. Lucas Steele's Luke obviously Steel, been in, yeah, in yeah. All Japan. So, and as well, you, you, you pre-mentioned as well that Brooks and, and and Drew were in DDT in Big Japan as well. So, and obviously, let's not forget the girls in Stardom. Obviously, there's Jamie Hater, yeah. there's Sashimoff, there's B Priestley. So, I mean, Sendai, Charlie, and Millie. Of course, yeah. So it seems to be a really good place right now for for british expats i guess yeah, so definitely. but no that's that's that is quite incredible i mean um so we put liger into uh the first ever broken jaw club um and we had a bit of a discussion on there about uh, will there ever be a, a, a jujin liger too do you reckon no i don't I, it's difficult to say but i don't think so i was saying this to someone on the day like who said to me like man you know like uh you know, I, 
can't, can't really give a fuck. He's been around so long. All this. I'd, if someone like Nagata retired, or if someone like that retired, you know, it'd mean a bit more. And I was like, well, probably would, but have any of those wrestlers transcended yeah. culture in their country like Liger has? Yeah. It's like an Austin mm. or The Rock in America. Mm. Like that is Liger. He's just he's he's more than a wrestler. He's also wrestled in in the eighties, the nineties, yeah. and the noughties. He's done things like WCW. You know, we we spoke about it so much in depth. He he has done so much, and I think I think what makes him so unique is that he has done so many different styles. And it's not to to dismiss Nagata or even like a Tenzan or yeah, a Kojima, yeah. who are all incredible wrestlers, but they've always been prominent in a Japanese market doing a very Japanese yeah, style whereas yeah. Liger made the jump over to WCW for instance he wrestled British Rounds matches if you ever want to go back and watch him versus Mark Rocco when he was uh, Fuji Yamada like he has done so many different things and you know even we, we joked about it again on the other episode but you know did the comedy stuff at PWG yeah, and, yeah. you know so there's he is such a versatile performer that I think it is really significant you know, but again, everyone's entitled to their opinion. But me personally, you know, well, just a part of that is the willingness to do it. Like, yeah, I, I know a lot of wrestlers. A lot of wrestlers I know, I don't know like. <laughs> I'm sure you're great mates, but yeah. I don't know like it. But some don't seem willing to, like, adapt to that. If you know mm-hmm. what I mean. So like, there's that opinion that guys from Japan or guys from America come over here or they go abroad for a bit of a break mm. from their tour schedule but I don't think like from what I've ever always seen a Liger it doesn't seem like that he comes over and he entertains he puts the yeah he's still he'll wrestle a different style maybe he'll wrestle a different you know he might, as he said in PWG he might mm. do some comedy stuff but there's always that 100% attitude to just go out there and just entertain yeah like yeah. he knows the score like, once in a lifetime guy and you got you got to see the the farewell um, which is which is quite quite cool so obviously you, you spent a lot of time watching wrestling um, what were you getting up to in your spare time spare time oh, now I'm going to go out on a limb yeah, so you probably yeah. did a lot of karaoke yo man so many songs um, and I just want to thank all my Brand new friends I made at karaoke, all of whom were better singers than me. Okay. A um, couple of American guys liked the old classics, your Billy Idols. All right. Your um, Dolly Parton, Jolene. Okay. That was a big one. Um, certain member of the New Japan staff mm. really liked Tears for Fears, Everybody Wants to Rule the World. Hell of a song. Every night. Did it? Do you know what? Yeah, every I can imagine night. that. Yeah, and that made you love that person because I know uh, how much of it. By the end, I was sick of it. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, he's doing it again. Yeah, he's like, got it on again. A former IWGP Intercontinental Champion yeah. doing Jai Ho five times in one night, <laughs> which is pretty fucking like stop. And then you get to the show, and then you like you'd hear it across the room, like you'd arrive like. The New Year's Dash, and you'd walk in, and then you'd be talking to someone, and you'd just say, Jai Ho! be like, oh my god, fuck. It's not like a karaoke, it's like an all the time thing, fuck, stop. Like, on the bus, Jai Ho! <laughs> fuck, shut up, please. I'm really hungover. Stop, stop <laughs> shouting, Jai Ho! Like, fuck, but yeah, a lot of karaoke. I, okay. um, well, yeah, I was going to say, what, what was your weapon of choice? I, I went in hard with 
Don't You Want Me Baby. Oh. Um, Come on, Eileen, which is really difficult. I can okay. sing it in the car or in the bath. Yeah. But in front of a crowd, yeah, shit. It's difficult. There's yeah. some, some notes in that. Isn't yeah. There? Um, <laughs> there's an audio clip that might make the end of this show. Yeah. Of Oasis. It's not me, though. No. Like, <laughs> it's not me. Um, yeah, a lot of karaoke. I like the way, as, as a man from Manchester, you're distancing yourself from oh, fulfilling a stereotype oh, of singing Oasis. Fuck, I know Jim Smallman's going to hear this and he's going to go, his, his head's going to fucking explode, but I fucking hate Oasis. <laughs> I fucking hate them. Like, shit. They're dog shit. Like, sorry. Fucking tweet me. Uh, I, and I, will, I will entertain you. All day, please just. It's because you're a United fan. That's why. No, man, it's not. It's not. It's just shit. It's boring. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, podcast world. But man, it's fight me. <laughs> Come to my house and fight me. Okay, so you weren't doing Oasis at the karaoke. No. All oh, right. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, what else? Fuck. There's another one. Elton John. Oh. Elton John. Nice. Um, fuck. What is it? Shit. What's that song? Blue Jean, baby. LA, what's it called? I don't, I'm not clear. Tiny Dancer. Tiny Dancer. Tiny Dancer. There you go. Yeah, there you go. There's a, there's a lad I know that comes to shows occasionally, and I'm sure people will know, listen to this, called Doffy, whose favourite question is to ask everyone, what's your favourite Elton, uh, Elton John song? Um, and it's genuinely really, really hilarious to see wrestlers go, oh, I don't know. No one ever's <laughs> like, no one's ever like, oh, no, I'm not really a big Elton John fan, or, you know, like, oh, I don't like Elton John. Because everyone who goes, Oh yeah, there's definitely one Elton John song that I quite yeah. like. I, what's yours? Um, I think Rocket Man. Yeah. I do, I do like Rocket Man. Though I do like Tiny Dancer as well. No, oh, and I, yeah. but that might be just because he put it in my head. Um, someone he does with George Michael. And Don't he, let the song go down. Yeah, because yeah. I, I, love, I love the bit in that where he's like, "Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. please welcome <laughs> Mr. George Michael." It's great. I thought he was around. Is it? Mr. Elton John! Whatever way around it is, yeah. I love that bit in the yeah, song. Yeah. Um, clearly not enough to know which way around it is. <laughs> um, we should definitely have a karaoke night. Um, I know Chris Sharp, WWE official Chris Sharp, has been hammering on that we need a karaoke night for a long time. Um, <laughs> everyone goes to karaoke? No, this is going to be TNJ karaoke, <laughs> uh, where everyone comes to karaoke instead. Uh, maybe we'll do it. Maybe we'll do yeah, it. I'd like no, that. There we go. Instead of a live podcast, you just yeah. have a live karaoke. <laughs> Um, we can brilliant. twitch it <laughs> yeah yeah whatever yeah. kids are doing these days fuck it we'll do it yeah um, no like a, a lot of karaoke a lot of well it was my first time in Japan mm. uh, there was a lot of people there that have been fucking hundreds of times every year but yeah it's completely overwhelmed by the place like I remember ringing a friend um, at the day I arrived I was killing some time before Korokan and I was just I felt like breaking down in tears I was like fuck I can't do this because it's such a culture shock yeah like you feel so alien. Yeah. And I, like, I was on my own as well. So I was like, fuck, I can't do this. Like, yeah. get me home, like, pie and chips, ties up. Like, fuck, I can't do this. <laughs> Shit. Send me some baked beans and sausage in the post quick. Get it, ship it out to me so I can feel, <laughs> and feel at home. Um, but no, I've soon, like, immersed myself in yeah. Japanese culture. Had a ramen. Nice. And I felt fine. I was yeah. going to say, like, you're not that uncultured. Uh, no, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not. It's just it is, it is a struggle at first. So, what's what's culturally what's one of the biggest differences between sort of the Western and the Eastern worlds? Well, like, the... so fucking polite. Like, uh, <laughs> unlike great. us, unlike yeah, us, unlike scumbags. Us, yeah, pieces of shit over here. Like, <laughs> I got back off. The, <laughs> it's probably like procedure in an airport, but I got back off the plane to Manchester and I was on the phone and she's like, "Sorry, you can't use your phone." I was like, Ugh. 
<laughs> in Japan, I can do whatever I want. Like, like so that was. But no, everyone's so polite and it's, it's yeah. you know, so lovely. And I was trying to be respectful in everything I did. It was yeah. you genuinely changed not getting because you know how impatient I am, like not getting worked up at anything. Yeah, that was pretty good. But no, yeah, every everything's so efficient and so polite and so yeah. clean and just lovely. Um, how was how was the audiences at the show? Because obviously that's spoken about a lot, and I think I think there's a lot of common misconceptions about them always being really quiet. Yeah, definitely, hundred percent. And it was quite. I said to a friend, like it's quite surreal when you watch Japanese wrestling on TV. You always hear those like high pitch. Ah! Yeah. And then being there and hearing them like on TV, it's mad. Like people just scream screaming during the match. Yeah. And nothing. Like it's nothing to scream for. And yeah. Just scream because they just really want someone to win. Like it's crazy. Um. And when Naito won both nights, the crowd went fucking wild. Like, yeah. people are like, leaving the seats. Like, and you've got to be there to like experience it. People jumping up and down and screaming. Fucking wild. Um, and like, a lot of Liga cosplays as well. Yes. Which is pretty good. Like, I saw a lot of this. Not, you'd think everyone's going to be like in a suit, mm-hmm. business suit, tame, sat on the hands. No, mad. Liga cosplays. People screaming, jumping, like it's crazy. But, it's so much fun. Were these these Liger cosplays homemade? I think you can buy it. Oh, okay. But I think the only difference was you could tell the real Liger from the other Ligers because most of the fake ones were like overweight. Oh, okay. <laughs> Had a big tab. Okay. <laughs> Struggled to walk. Like, um, so that's how you could tell because I was fooled more than once. Yeah, yeah. Jushin! <laughs> Jushin! Uh, screaming, yeah. What do you want from the back? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so the, the crowds do have to be. But there was, there was a, I was, did notice, and someone said, and I didn't think it was true, I think John Lester tweeted it. Mm-hmm. There was like a foreigner's section. Okay. In the crowd, which is quite strange. Cause like walking down through it, it's just like all these English people, American people, it's like. Why are you over there? Why are you all sat together? Yeah, it's. I mean, maybe it's good, like travel packs or yeah, like travel must, deals. But I, I suppose that's that's kind of just representative of how big that has become now. It's yeah, just this, definitely. You know, we, when me and Jimmy did the live show and I asked everyone, like, oh, who's coming to WrestleMania? And the, the crowd went silent. Like, I imagine if it was who's going to Wrestle Kingdom, it would probably be a little bit louder. Yeah. Um, which is very interesting because um, it, it's interesting how quickly new japan have broken through over here because new japan world has not actually been around that long so the exposure to that product isn't as maybe as as it wasn't as accessible as even something as like aew um initially was so it's fascinating that that now we're getting more of a it's becoming it is really becoming a global company and a global brand someone was saying comparing it to wrestlemania and the, if, you, if you're at WrestleMania, the majority of people now are from overseas. It's yeah. crazy. Because like, even in America, to get to WrestleMania, you normally have to fly in from another state, from, mm-hmm. other, you know, from Canada, from South America, whatever. Mm. But the majority of people are from overseas. Australia, Japan, England, France, Spain. Yeah. Like, it's crazy. Whereas in this massive Tokyo Dome, there was only... This section of foreign fans, yeah, which weren't they weren't very rowdy. I know no. <laughs> the quietest in there. Like they must have had like a 
someone telling to shush you. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah, being respectful. Well, I, we're sat in your front room at the minute, so and I, and I can see you've been record shopping. I have, yeah. yeah um, t- I went to Big Love Records, Harajuku. Yeah. If you're in Japan now, if you're listening to this, have you had any Japanese listeners? We get a couple. A couple? Okay. So, if you're out there, go to Big Love in Harajuku. I bought... Um, oh, what's that? It's a flyer, sorry. Uh, <laughs> I bought... Um, First Steps to Heaven by DAF, which is one of my favourite records. If you'd like to listen to it, I will post a link later. Okay. The singles. Uh, I can't describe it. How can I describe this record? Pure primal desire. <laughs> That's what I describe this record as. And when you hear it, you'll, you'll understand. Um, Sexual tension, like, okay, crazy. So, what tell us about Big Love Records? Then was it was it big? Was it full of love? Um, it, was, it was a nice bar as well. Oh, it was, it was a drink. bar yeah, in there. Bar okay, as well. yeah, okay. It was cool. um, I didn't really do much record shopping, as you can see, we're in my front room. And yeah, yeah, hordes of records. Superstar DJ, yeah, hordes of records. Uh, hordes of records. Um, didn't really get to do much. I really wanted a magic, the Yellow Magic Orchestra record. No one yeah. had it, which was crazy. Like you can't really get them over here either. So I was looking everywhere for that, and people were just shutting me down. No, we don't sell that. I probably thought I was being rude, but um, going all the way to Japan to find a Yellow Magic Orchestra record. Um, yeah, but it was a really nice store, nice and big. Um, loads of records, but they're fucking so so expensive over there. Yeah, like, Japan has a really. Someone was telling me stuff that can't be recycled. Okay, is normally more expensive. So like DVDs and CDs, like thirty fucking quid. Oh, that's like, interesting. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, yeah, cool. You want to pass it forward? You don't yeah, want to yeah. Chucking everything in the bin. Um, but yeah, like it's so expensive. So I couldn't come on with a fucking suitcase for like an yeah. hour to do. So obviously, like a few people had, had gone to a few sort of um, sacred spots in terms of wrestling. A few people went to the Pile Driver store, which is obviously owned by Minoru Suzuki. Um, I know Craig went to a Baba slash Older Pan yes. memorial thing. Did you go along? It was like the uh, the clothing of all Japan. Okay, that's what it was. It's like so you had all the robes, all the jackets. Bit of tat you could buy, like a couple of pens, pencils, notepads. But um, it was in like a Gucci store. Okay, okay. Which was fucking wild. So you had to go through all this. Like, it was like Selfridges at the Trafford Centre. <laughs> and just walked through all this. And then I, I couldn't find it anywhere. So I was like, oh, someone help me. So I politely asked. And they were like, third floor, right at the back. So you walk to the third floor and it's like when Father Ted got lost in the lingerie section <laughs> you've got to walk through all the women's clothes and then there's a tiny little entrance at the back yeah with like the old Japan logo over the top you yeah. walk through there it's like oh okay like sneak into the back of the store uh, you're greeted by a big robe of babas which yeah. is mental um, and then you've got all like the belts the jackets the robes it's pretty cool seeing one of Akira Tawe's robes yeah because it's just an old leather duster do you know like a gossip way <laughs> Like a leather duster, but someone had painted, repainted one of Baba's paintings on the back. Oh, okay. So all the paint was like peeling. Oh, right. But it was just essentially a leather, leather uh, duster. A leather duster, <laughs> yeah, from Affleck's, yeah. Like, wow, this is great. <laughs> Why haven't I thought of this? <laughs> I was just about to say, it's like, was there anything that you saw that you're now going to come out with a certain jacket? One of um, Jumbo Saruta's blazers. <laughs> yeah. Which is sick. Like, they, they, oh, like man. Him man. and uh, Tenru's old, like, um, blazer slash Harrington jacket game was strong, man. 
there was no Tenru and there was no Masawa. So Craig said yeah. this because Craig was like, "Oh man, mm, it's, is it still as bitter as it as it always has been between certain people yeah. and Masawa being one of them?" So yeah, but they had the tiger mask, one of his tiger masks. Yeah, yeah. But there was no like jackets because because they, they they bought the rights to the character though, didn't they? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Oh, that's interesting. But like Kabashi's stuff was in there. Yeah, and he affected as well. But me, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know if he's he's is is responsible. Uh, interesting. If if, if, yeah. if if you anyone knows that's listened to this a little bit more, let us know. Yeah. Um, I could I could talking to Kabashi. I could see. Do you remember when you had that like proper big faux black faux dressing fur gown. coat thing? Yeah. yeah, I could see you rocking that. Really? I've got yeah. my dressing gown upstairs. <laughs> just put that on. Just put that on. For... Well, I was saying because I'll never face it I'll never fucking get a Ribera jacket will I okay how do you know back and get a Ribena one <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. and one day that'll be on display in like um, did you go along to the steakhouse yeah At we least. did yeah yeah we did uh, Mr Dangers is bad oh okay Mr Dangers I see I, yeah I had a few people tell me about this so yeah. do you want to explain the, the whole thing with Mr Danger oh yeah so Mr Danger's got a stay- so apparently like the most lucrative business for pro wrestlers and farmer Wrestlers just get a fucking steakhouse or like Bushi's got a chicken shop somewhere. Yeah, yeah, like just open a fucking restaurant. This is what me and Craig were talking about because they're saying it used to be an old British wrestler thing of used to buy a pub. Yeah, but in Japan it seems to be like a restaurant or something a little bit more high class. Yeah, like Kawada's got a is it ramen or steak? Okay, Kiritawe's got a steak restaurant. Bushi, yeah. Mr. Danger. Fuck knows who Mr. Rivera is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> might have been him serving us, but yeah. anyway. Um, so Mr. Danger's place, then? Mr. Danger's place. Was, he wasn't in. No. Mr. Danger wasn't in. I was hoping he'd be in. But I was uh, checking out, like, Temple just in the morning, and I was, I was fucking starving. I was Googling what was around, and Mr. Danger was there, so I went in. Amazing steak. Amazing steak. But they give you the choice to have it fried in garlic Ooh. or not. No. And I said no. Okay. Bold. Bold. But man, it made it so much fucking better. Oh. Went to Ribera, that shit's covered in garlic. <laughs> oh my god, my breath was stinking, it was peeing on me. Great steak, but man, I didn't want the garlic, fuck. It's proper dusty as well. So, so dusty. So you made it here first. Mr. Danger over Ribera. Oh, 100%. Okay. Mr. Danger. Like, fucking god. Do you get a cool jacket from Mr. Danger if you go? Um, I don't know. They might give you like a windbreak. That's about to say, like, outside, yeah. <laughs> smash you over the head with a light tube yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. It gives you a clip round the ear. <laughs> no, but yeah, hundred percent better. Yeah. It was cool being in Ribera and like seeing all the photos and stuff. Like, which was yeah. I, I was gonna say I always worry that Ribera would be a bit more like a hard rock cafe. Yeah, it kind than of than that. like a, a an authentic. Uh, you know, like an authentic thing now. Like that's that I was always a bit concerned yeah, that it would like, be a bit gimmicky or because it's so small as well. You, you right. feel bad fucking looking around. So we weren't in mm. there that long. Like yeah, half an hour, and being able to sit next to the photo of Andre was pretty cool. So yeah. that was enough for me. Like Andre's Andre's over there. I've seen that. Great. Um, Craig went to Tudacan as well. Okay, Did you say that? No, I don't. He's um, not. So he's... Craig, Craig, help me out here. <laughs> uh, yeah, he went to Tudacan, which is fucking crazy man all the shit in there but a lot of like use like female bras and knickers which was like alarming okay like female wrestling gear but like the underwear as well okay (laughs) yeah (laughs) alright maybe that maybe that isn't gonna get voted too high and trippered by so then she was bad but 
they all the fucking tapes and stuff and everything. Mm. And like, if you wanted to spend seven grand on buying some of Mooters gear, go for it, man. Go nuts. Yeah. He's got enough. Go crazy, yeah. Um, I mean, he might not have any knees, but he's still got loads of gear. Yeah, for like, you, what was his? When he had the like. The mask. Not the mask, it was like the Japanese head attire. Oh, like the, yeah, the, 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 like almost the original uh, like yeah, entrance yeah. gear. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. Oh, wicked. All right, well, um, I'm going to ask you a few questions now to, yeah, to yeah. round this off. Um, thanks for taking us on it's our right, little journey. Yeah. I hope this episode was oh, it's, a it's, palate cleanser for the past two weeks. It, 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 yeah, no, it's perfectly fine. It's good to know. It's good to know what you got up to. Just, it, to be honest, more for my peace of mind to know what you, <laughs> where you were and who you were with. Um, so, obviously, you watch a lot of wrestling out there, and I know, I know who some of your boys are and your favourite <laughs> Japanese wrestlers are, but um, was there anyone that you saw when you were over there wrestle that you were like, oh, yeah, I really, I really want to lace up a pair of boots and get in with them? Oh, fuck. I... Sasuke. Like, Sasuke. Shit, Sasuke. <laughs> getting to see getting to see these guys that I've loved so long on their home turf mm. that's what meant more to me like you can see like well you could see Liger over here you could see you know Tanahashi you could see fucking Okada over here but mm. being able to go to Japan on their soil and see them wrestle yeah fucking seeing Fujinami man Tatsumi Fujinami yeah that's mad that it's insane like and even though he was chain smoking his way down the ring, a samurai like shit, stuff like that. You um, know, um, uh, I remember hearing a story about Fujinami uh, when he got put in the WWE Hall of Fame, and someone was talking to him, mentioned Wigan, and he got really excited. So you should have told him, <laughs> brother. She said, "Oh, training yeah, Wigan." Yeah. He'd be like, "Oh, shooter, shooter." <laughs> I'm fucking shooting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't know where I'm from. Yeah, <laughs> don't say that. Um, but yeah, fuck who? Um, Juice Robinson. Yeah. Juice Robinson, shit. Like, seeing that guy, because I know a lot of guys from over here are good friends with him. Mm. But seeing someone like that do that sort of wrestling, that, like American wrestling in Japan, it'd be so over. Like, yeah. Fucking love him. New Year's Dash, sh- you should have. He had them, like, right there. I'm yeah. pointing to my hand, palm my hand. He had everyone, fuck. Like, with the jabs and the uh, yeah, juice pulling the arm down, fuck. Uh, hanging off. Every movement. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Juice Robinson. Osprey and Hiromu, again. Yeah. It's like, shit. Oh, my show was that good. Yeah, yeah. It makes you jealous. Was there anyone from DDT or was it? DDT, I think, like, probably I did just pause out. I'm trying to put my finger on it. Made me, like, sort of realise the wrestling I like and the wrestling that I really love to do like there mm. is like a, a wider market for it if you know oh, what yeah. I mean like you get pockets of promotions doing this that and the other but like this is a major promotion mm. in Japan doing shit like this it's crazy shit and it's amazing like, it's the spectacle to watch it yeah like really fun and in Korokan as well like that was a real eye opener yeah, like yeah, for a, 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 um, a venue that's so synonymous with yeah. with the the big boys of Japanese yeah, wrestling of to see, and it's not the DDT aren't the big boys because they're a massive company yeah. now, but the um, alternative yeah, products, mad wrestling like that isn't pocketed anymore. No, like, we've got it at the Frog and Bucket over here. And yeah. DDT is this massive thing, yeah. which is wonderful, like absolutely wonderful. Mm. 
and then seeing Snacker as well. Yeah, like, yeah. Shit, when his music came, I'm like, oh, I'm not jet like that anymore. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Give me another strong zero, brother. Oh man, I really would pay money to see you versus Grace Sasuke, and you'd use the barrel on you, um, <laughs> and you against Masato Tanaka in a chair, like chair trade off. Um, one one. Yeah, I'll just do, that'll, yeah, I'll, I'll do it. I'm out, see you. <laughs> just one forearm, that'll do yeah, it. There's a chair over here, I'm going to sit in for um, <laughs> Obviously, we're going to sort out your dream match with a gower at some point. Um, Man, fuck. Craig Hall, you piece of shit. I'm in the Tokyo Dome watching all these great matches, and you're in Korokan watching Yoshinari Gower win the GHC Junior Heavyweight title. Yeah. And I wasn't there. Could have done a running, mate. Fuck. I gave him a hug. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love you. <laughs> well done. <laughs> We'll have to we'll have to get some dirt on Riddy and we'll make him we'll make him book you just against the guy. <laughs> it cracked me because Craig told me while I was in the dome he was like I was just on the belt. I was like what? He's like yeah, Tommy was always done good. I was like you done it. You broke me. <laughs> you gotta lie down. <laughs> You've done it. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> amazing, amazing. All right. Well, obviously this was your first time in Japan. Um, would you go again? Oh, 100%. Yeah. 100%. And I'd like to see some more. I I, I did want to go to Yokohama or Osaka on the bullet train. Yeah. But when I got to Soko, I was like, well, this could be far too much. Yeah. I need to see it. So yeah. it's a reason in it to go back. And they just released a new dessert at McDonald's that I missed by day. So I've needed to well, go in back. Japan? Yeah, to <laughs> all right. Yeah. I, I mean, whereas over here, we've. In Manchester, we've barely just got all day breakfast. Yeah. And they've got... What's yeah. this dessert taught to me? It's a cream pie. Oh, yeah. And it's like a double chocolate one. Oh, or like yeah. a normal custard one. Fuck, that's great. There you go. And those stingy bastards over here are just giving us the extra half an hour. I know. To crawl to McDonald's. I know. At 10.59, like we always do. I, I, it, it, it's, it's, it's a game changer for me because the only thing I can actually eat from McDonald's these days is the hash browns. And it always <laughs> really annoys me when they're like, oh, we stopped doing breakfast. I'm like, oh, for all right, I'll just have a coffee and a milkshake then, eh? <laughs> what will it be, sir? 50 hash browns, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right, okay. Well, we, we, we're we just about to go to the Frog and Bucket to go and watch some some Chardon craps um, potentially work the doors. Um, like a couple of working class lads that we are. I'll be on the door. Yeah. So please. I might, jo- I might join you. Are you going to join me, though? I feel like I might. I might have to now. In a few days' time, when you hear this back, if Matty wasn't there, yeah, just fucking tweet the fuck out. <laughs> like, absolutely bury him. I'll, I'll give you his number tonight. No, hey! Just fucking call him. Call him a shithouse. Yeah. Like, Nothing new there, mate. His address, I'll give you that. <laughs> like, get all of some of them viruses, post them to his door. Like, wow. Oh, yeah. A bit 24. Uh, all right. You have got some new T-shirts out, haven't oh, you, Chris? Shit, yeah. Talk to me about your new T-shirts. So, you don't have to grab one. It's a podcast. <laughs> this is audio. It's all right. So, uh, Chris Twenty Twenty. Yes. Is upon us. Yeah. So I've got some official campaign merchandise. Stop out. rustling it. <laughs> it's out. It's out now. Uh, if you want to pick them up for me in person, select American Samoa at yep. the checkout as your destination. Otherwise, shipping is very reasonable. But I've only got a limited amount of these. Once they're gone, there will be a sick new merch design out. Yeah. Which I'm not going to show you. Okay. Showing you. Yeah. You think it's pretty good? I yeah? think it's pretty good, it's yeah. Pretty. Don't be dra- I'll let me drag me into this. Pretty like, good. You see, yeah. you've got a vouch there. Yeah. You see it? So if you think it's shit, you can't just blame me. <laughs> you tweet me after you've given him my address, still coming knocking on me door. Pitchforks, <laughs> like, get his name in the news of the world. <laughs> <laughs> just fucking hound him. But 
The t-shirts, I've got them now. Very limited. Stop rustling. rustling. There's only 23 still available. Okay. So just, if you want one, get one. I'm trusting okay. it. This isn't a shill. There's not many. Okay. No, there isn't. He's, yeah. he's been true. So if, if you want to pick it up in person, yeah. select American Samoa as your shipping address. If you're from American Samoa, please specify in the yeah. notes that you're from there and they'll get sent there. Please send me a telegram and we'll <coughs> sort something out. You know where to find me. Yeah, on the doors tonight. <laughs> on the doors and at Chris2020HQ. Mm-hmm. That's my headquarters. Yeah. That's where I'm, I reside at the moment. And have you got any shows coming up? I mean, if you, I don't think you can announce it yet, but you might be going to show in a few weeks, maybe? Oh, I can't announce what. There's a few shot dates. Yeah. Um, Presswitch and Return to the Guild Hall. Oh, yeah. January's pretty quiet through choice mainly. Yeah. Uh, because I've just been to Japan. Yeah. On February, there should be some stuff lined up that I can't really say, but Twitter. Keep an eye on that. Uh, I'll announce it all real soon. Superb. Uh, If you're at Resurgence this Saturday in Leicester, come say hi. I'll be there. Nice. Yeah. I won't lose a tooth this time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, (laughs) It was a hell of a message to get that. Yeah. yeah. It was, uh, yeah. You silly boy. Um, (laughs) Good stuff. All right. Well, thank you very much for coming on to the podcast. Uh, No, it's always a pleasure. Um, He's 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 legitimately shaking my hand as I'm as I'm as I'm doing an outro. Um, Next week, I'm I've got an idea what I'm going to do. The following week after, I am planning on getting a guest, and if they will do it, um, it will be an exciting guest, almost exciting as now TNJ regular. Christopher Egan. But in the meantime, keep it tight, say nice things about people, and we'll see you next week on Tuesday night. Jaw. All right, cool. Are you ready? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's coming to start. (laughs) ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.